Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Okay, I need to continue just a moment on this case out of California that we were talking about before the break. And uh, then, I sadly, I've got some other stories about public schools. Uh, Rincon Middle School in Escondido, California, and the entire Escondido Unified School District has passed out guidelines to all of their teachers forbidding them to reveal to parents that their child is transgender. Forbidding it. The training said, and let me pick up where I left off just before the break. The training said, and I quote, refusing to address the student by the name and the pronoun consistent with their gender identity. Now, remember, this is K through 8. This could be a five-year-old. A five-year-old boy says, I want to be called she. A five-year-old. How much maturity does a five-year-old have? Refusing to address the student by the name and pronoun consistent with their gender identity will constitute discrimination and harassment under the district's policies. A kindergarten teacher A little boy says, I want to be called a girl, a she. And the teacher says, well, honey, I'm sorry. You're confused. Maybe we can get you help, and we need to talk to your parents. But I can't call you a girl because you're not. That is discrimination and harassment, according to the school district. And this is the worst. And then I'll go to the phones. The training prohibits teachers from... And now I'm quoting from the training. The training prohibited teachers from, quote, revealing a student's transgender status or gender diverse status to individuals who do not have a legitimate need for the information without the student's consent, regardless of age. Did you get that? Prohibits teachers from revealing a student's transgender status or gender-diverse status to individuals who do not have a legitimate need for the information without the student's consent, regardless of age. We're back to the five-year-old now. And then immediately noted, quote, parents or caretakers are included in that group, people who do not have a legitimate need for the information. Parents or caretakers, according to this school district, does not have a legitimate need for the information. K through eight, five year old, confused about gender, teachers could be punished for telling the parents. The teacher could be punished for not using the child's preferred pronoun as young as five years old. Well, God bless these two teachers who are suing the school district and the state of California Board of Education because they say 
they required teachers to lie to parents. I hope they win. I hope they win big. All right, I've got other stories, but it's Friday. I always defer to the phones. And uh, next up, I've got Paul in Grove City. Paul, how are you? Hey, my Hey, Paul, Paul, Paul. Hey, where have you been? (laughs) Man, I've been retired, my man. I've, I've, uh... I've done made the major milestone and uh, retired after the first year, so I haven't been able to listen to you as much on Friday when I would normally call. Well, now, wait, 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 wait. (laughs) What do you mean? You're retired. You can do anything that you want to do anytime you want to do it. Don't give me this stuff. You can't listen. What's the matter with you? What kind of retirement are you on? Oh, boy, Bob, I'll tell you. Uh, it's really good. Oh, by the way, before I go any further, uh, Boo gives his regards to Bob. He's missing you. I mean, when are you, when are you going to get on this side of town of Grove, Grove City and and uh, be? I can't remember the name of the church because it's on Frank Road, but Central right. Baptist. Central Baptist. Central yeah, Baptist. Be coming there, my man. I well, I, we're not scheduled again. anytime soon. Call the church and demand it. Say you're going to demand. Say you're going to do do a protest out in front of the church unless they have us back. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. But yeah, but, but, it's Central yeah, Baptist on Frank Road. We love going there, but currently we're we're not scheduled. But uh, we go there often. All right, what's on your mind? Hey, listen. Uh, yeah, I don't know if uh, you've heard. Did, did you get? hear about an interview between Dick Morse and, uh, oh gosh, Eric Metaxas. Did you see, happen to hear about that or see no, that? that was, no, it was, it that was would like be fascinating. Yeah. And it was Bob, because, uh, he really, the trend that I got was that, uh, Morse was talking that, uh, I think Murdoch's going to be getting a little more liberal, uh, probably, you know, the head's, Balls haven't been dropped yet. Yeah. Who's going to be flowing yet? Doesn't surprise and, me. Uh, yeah. And uh, he said he was, uh, Murdoch was an ardent supporter of Trump in 16, in, in 16 and maybe 20. But when he realized I that, uh, that he wasn't going to be part of Trump's you know, uh, advisory or whatever that he inner circle point. Yeah. You know, that's when Murdoch, you know, he wanted Trump to be like what Biden is right now <laughs> with people. And yeah. Trump doesn't bow to tr- anybody, but Trump, I mean, he, even Murdoch, you know? And so, and he also said that, uh, he wants to engage more into the social crowd of New York with the parties and things like that. And and Texas and Nick Morris were looking at each other, supposedly, I guess, and thinking, here the guy is 90 years old. Why is it such an important thing to him to be engaging in that, you know, those circles anyway? You know, but it's, you know, because he's got all the money. You've talked about yeah. that enough, that well, Murdoch's got all the it, money there is. I have, it, Paul, I have heard so many things about so many reasons why Tucker was fired and, you know, contradictory with each other. And then there's a lot of talk about the battle between Rupert Murdoch and his two sons. Uh, Murdoch is 90 years old. And, you know, sooner or later, he's going to kick the bucket and the boys are going to take mm-hmm. over. 
And uh, there's a lot of talk, whether any of it is true or not, I don't know, uh, that the boys have differences of opinions with uh, Rupert and the boys, uh, who knows? Uh, I, I have read from several sources that the firing of Tucker Carlson was Rupert Murdoch's attempt to get control again he had kind of given more and more and more control to the boys and had stepped away and so forth, and they had taken it in a direction he didn't like, and this was his attempt to say, I am still in charge. Uh, who knows? I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. we don't we don't know. So let me ask you this now, too, Bob. If sure. It comes down to, if it comes down to dishonest and Trump, you know, if the Sonnets does throw his hat into the ring, who would you go with? I would, I would, if it was between those two, I would pick DeSantis. Yeah. I think, I think we get everything positive with DeSantis that we would get with Trump without a lot of the baggage. Um, And I think, and again, this is going to upset some people in my audience, but I think there is, pretty good evidence that Trump is starting to moderate and lean more to the center. Um, There seems to be his speeches, his stances, um, whether that's true or not, I don't know, but it certainly seems that way. Um, And and I I don't see that with DeSantis. Um, I would vote for Trump again. I, I would vote for him, but if it came down to the two, I would prefer DeSantis. Yeah, see, and I did vote for Cruz in the 16 primaries over Trump, but, you know, we've seen what happened. And I am glad that Trump did get in because it's yeah, me, me too. a mess. Yeah, and I will do that again, too, Bob. I just, uh, you know, in light of what you did, I did hear what you talked about yesterday with his pro-life stance starting to a lot a lot of the people not just a few a lot of the people in the pro-life community around the country are very concerned about this change of direction and then plus trump's blatant support for the lgbtqia plus community he has come out full-fledged support of that community yeah and that troubles me yeah. So, see, well, hey, if I, go ahead. I, I don't, I don't know that Trump was ever a man of conviction. He's a pragmatist. He does what he, he and he's a populist. He was far more a populist and a pragmatist than he was a Republican. Um, and I've always said that, and and I think we're seeing more evidence of that. Hey, I got to go, Paul. Good to talk to you. Yeah, same here, Bob. Since hey, since you're retired, I expect you to call all the time. <laughs> hey, if anybody could pray for my daughter, they're, my daughter's part of a missions team coming in from Africa with our pastor. Oh, wow. And it's this weekend. They're coming in from Kenya, Bob. I, and, Joy uh, and I have been watching that. I love Kenya. Love Kenya. Yeah. We've been watching that and certainly will. All right, Paul, I got to go. All right, Bob, man. Take care. Thanks. Love all right, buddy. bye-bye. All right, we need to take a break. I'm a little over time. 877-BOB-LIVE. I've got a phone line waiting for you. I've got more public school stories, but I'm, they're... 
kind of depressing. I'd rather hear from you folks. And uh, which would you choose, Trump or DeSantis? I don't know that we're going to have that choice, but if we do, love to hear from you. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Uh, do we have trouble in our public schools? Oh, my goodness. Uh, this is just a small portion of the stories that I could share with you today. This is... This literally makes me sick at my stomach even to report it. It's uh, from Brownsburg, Indiana. This event happened um, last week at Brown Elementary School. And I'm going to deal with it very briefly because it is just so sick and so disgusting. I want to share it with you and, and then I'm going to move on. Last week... A seven-year-old special education student was forced to eat his own vomit with a spoon in the lunchroom by two teachers while other students watched. And by the way, this has been substantiated by local police The little boy, seven years old, special education student, said that he was sick. Told one of his teachers he felt like he was going to throw up. The teacher said, if you throw up, you're going to eat it. The little boy threw up. And he was forced to eat his own vomit. The two teachers involved have been charged with neglect, which is a level six felony. And, quote, failure to report, which is a class B misdemeanor. Uh, They have not yet been fired, but the school district said, we're uh, we're investigating. Really? And again, the police have interviewed witnesses and have confirmed it happened. Indiana, two special education teachers, teachers who should have an extra burden for those with unique needs. I don't think they should just be fired. I think they should be jailed, just personally. And then over in Newport News, Virginia, a story that captivated the entire nation. Abigail Zwerner, first-grade teacher, shot by one of her first-grade six-year-old students. Remember? Little boy shot her in the chest. She has recovered. She's going to have some continuing health issues, but for the most part, she has um, recovered, and we can thank God for that. She has given an abundant amount of information about how the school district failed. Several people, including the principal of the school, were warned about this boy, even warned that morning that he had a gun. Administrators in the school were warned that morning that little boy is troubled. He's got a gun. 
and nobody did anything. So she sued the school district for $40 million. I I understand. Uh, She lays out a whole case of negligence from the school board concerning this little boy. Everybody knew how dangerous he was, and yet they ignored it, and especially even that morning. Well, the school board... Instead of saying, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, my goodness, we are so sorry that one of our teachers and let's settle this thing. No, they have pleaded with the court to throw out the case because the school board insists that this was simply, simply a workplace injury. And so she should get workman's comp. The school district said... In fighting the lawsuit, one cannot assess the state today of education-based employment in the United States without paying attention to the problem of violence in its classrooms. What may be surprising is that across the country, teachers themselves are common targets of violent behavior. In other words, it's just part of being a teacher, just part of the workplace. Really? I wish I had more time on that. Folks, listen, have a good weekend, be in a good Bible-believing church, and please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern.